This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 207. Hey guys, welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. This is episode number 207 of the show. I am your host, Bruce Irving, here with you for another episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me, taking me a little bit of time out of your day to join me. Hopefully this podcast episode helps you grow your business and gives you some sort of nugget that you can take away and go implement in your business or your life to help you build a better business. That's why we do this podcast here. That's why we do everything that we do over at smartpizzamarketing.com. You can find everything over at the website, our mastermind group, our agency, digital agency, if you're looking to hire someone to help you do it. Uh, This podcast, our live shows, uh, our YouTube channel, all the stuff that we produce, all the content that we bring you really is helping you or we at least try to help you bring some insights to what's happening in the restaurant space uh, that you should be aware of or you should be using in your business to help you grow. That's what we do here. So I'm excited to give you this episode of the show. This was actually a live on location podcast episode that we recorded at a local Neapolitan pizzeria near me in a little bit north of Boston. It's called Wood and Fire. And the reason I wanted to bring you this live episode is I really want to sometimes, as much as I possibly can, as we travel and as we go through uh, the agency and working with clients and traveling around speaking at different events, I really want to stop in and bring you the experiences of the restaurant as much as we can through audio from the restaurant itself. It's great to have uh, people on with us in the podcast, and I love doing the interviews the way that we do them because you can do them over the internet from wherever we are. But I also love stopping into restaurants because sometimes when you talk to somebody in their restaurant, it just brings a little bit different emotion out of it than just talking to somebody over the phone. You can hear the background noise. You can hear people cooking. They were starting to make pizza. We also shot a video. So there's a video that goes along with this podcast episode that you can watch. So you can kind of see what they do in their restaurant and not just hear it. So we're going to do that as much as possible moving forward. Now, we're not going to be able to do that for every podcast episode. But as many of them as we can, we're going to bring our video production crew with us, stop into these uh, locations, and not only give you the audio version of the podcast, but we're going to show you a little bit of the video as well and show you exactly what they're doing in their restaurant. So if you're interested in this, for this episode, we did do that. Go over to our YouTube channel. You can find a link to our YouTube channel in the show notes for this episode. And you can see, not only hear from Wooden Fire, but you can see from Wooden Fire and see our interview in person. So go check out our YouTube channel over there. All right, let me uh, say thank you to our sponsor for this episode of the show. If you're looking for direct mail pieces, I highly suggest you check out the Mail Shark. They have been doing business with pizza operators for the past decade. They've helped thousands of pizzerias just like you grow sales with custom direct mail solutions. Mail Shark knows how hard it is for you to spend money on direct mail, so they really try to help you figure out what's working and come up with the appropriate mailing solution for you. And they help you spread the payments out over an extended period of time so you don't have to pay it all up front. It frees up cash flow and gives you a steadier stream of new customers because you space it out than just all bang right up front. Best of all, they let you get started with no money down. If you want to learn more about how the Mail Shark can help your restaurant grow, check out themailshark.com forward slash SPM, or you can give them a call at 484-240-2854. Again, that's themailshark.com forward slash SPM. Make sure you go to that link. They're going to take special care of you if you use themailshark.com forward slash SPM. And again, that phone number is 484-240-2854. And let them know you heard them on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. All right, 
that's enough for me. Well, I'll, I'll hear, you'll hear from me again, and we'll wrap it up on the uh, what my thoughts about this podcast and what you can look forward to in the future of the show at the end of this episode. So here it is with Joe from Wooden Fire in Melrose, Massachusetts, just north of Boston, Neapolitan Pizzeria. Simple is key. That's something to remember while you're listening to this podcast episode. All right, let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Excited for my show today. I'm live on location at Wooden Fire in Melrose, Massachusetts with my guest, Joe Asiello. Joe, thank you so much for letting us come in here, videotape, and joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, Joe, I always love to hear the story behind how people got started in the restaurant slash pizza business, if that's what you got started with. So tell us a little background about yourself sure. and how this all started. Well, I've been in the restaurant business for... Probably since I was about 13 years old. Started up in, uh, we have a summer home in New Hampshire, Hampton Beach. And uh, I started working there as a stalker, runner, and busboy. And from there, you know, just kept working through all different restaurants throughout my life. And I opened my first business in Allenton. I was there for 10 years. Really? Yeah. Yep. Was it a pizzeria? It was an Italian restaurant takeout yep. um, slash with the American Diner as well. And um, we were there for 10 years. My chef, Omar, was with me for 10 years there, and he's been here for three years. So uh, we've been together for a while. And, um, and I sold that restaurant because I had, two, uh, I had twins, and I was never uh. seeing the kids. And, you know, it was tough, you know, not seeing them growing up, yeah. playing ball with them and so forth. So I sold it, and about a year after, I started getting the vibes. I missed the restaurant business. I missed the action, you know. So um, I was just looking for a spot but i wanted to do something different the other restaurant was more casual more yeah. pick up take out it wasn't uh, uh you know any alcohol involved or beer wine or waitresses so it was kind of like you know we were there 24 7. everything was like you know handmade homemade right so i want to do something different with a simple menu smaller menu and uh my father-in-law has one of these ovens in his backyard now i worked in pizza places my whole life but i never worked in a wood oven uh, pizza, yeah, yeah, type of pizza. So uh, you know, I always made him fooling around at his house. You know, online, figuring out the uh, the concept, how you know, you know, the right way and the wrong way of making a Neapolitan pizza. You know, the ingredients wise, what type of flour you use, and so forth. So um, uh, my wife actually was driving by and saw this location, and uh, I, I went to talk to you know the landlord and so forth, and. And I said, that's a perfect idea. We'll do a wood-fired pizza where there's not many of them around. No, not this area. Yeah, no. And it's, uh, you know, it's a total different pizza than your regular deck oven pizza. Now, and was this a restaurant? Was this a restaurant Yes, before? it was. It was a Middle Eastern restaurant. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it was a Middle Eastern restaurant, and I changed the concept on it. And uh, in the beginning, we just started with pizza, beer, wine, and appetizers. That was the original plan. Which is a perfect menu nowadays. Yeah, I mean, because everybody wants simple. Everybody wants a nice pizza, have a beer, you know, an app before or a salad, and, and, and go from there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and this style pizza, like I said, is very hard to find. And if you're, you know, a fan of this style pizza, you're going to love it. Because right. this is exactly how they do it in Naples. 110%. We follow the exact way how they would do it there and how we would here. Well, I see a sign up there on you that says... Uh, double zero flour, yeast, salt, water. Correct. That's, That's it. it. Simple. So Those are the only ingredients. I always, because it's funny you say that because you said you were in the restaurant business and then you got out for two years and then you wanted to get back in. And then I always have, I kind of feel that way too sometimes. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? And then I punch myself in the face. Wake up. <laughs> <It's kinda laughs> you don't want to do it again. <laughs> it's kind of like that, isn't it? Well, you know, it, it, it's one of those businesses that um, you, know, it, you love and you hate it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a marriage. It's basically what it is. It's like, you know, you're here, you do your best. Um, it's like one of those things when the times are good, it's fantastic. Exactly. But then when the times are tough, it's tough. It's tough. 
I mean, and it, it is tough where it's like really tough, rock bottom tough, and you have to, you know, climb out. Uh, you get a bad couple of snowstorms and yeah. you're struggling, or you know, uh, somebody leaves or, or, or get a you know better opportunity. Now you're looking for help and you got to train them all over again. And, yeah, you know, and it's not it's not easy because you know, first of all, help is hard to find. Good help is hard to find. So yeah. you know, when you do find them, you know. You got to try to keep them, train them, and, and, and do what you can to keep them happy. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough in our area too. So this, Melrose is uh, probably what would you say, a couple miles outside of Boston? Yeah, yeah. And the winters here are just brutal. Yeah. Some, they could be. It's weird. They could be really bad where you get 14 feet yeah. of snow like we did four or five years ago. But then you can have some ones that are kind of mild. Like last year wasn't too bad. Yeah, but it, you it, never it know. Streaks. It's yeah. like baseball. It's like winning streaks and losing. You got snow streaks. You got no snow. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's like that on top of already owning a restaurant business and being in Massachusetts where minimum wage is really high compared to the rest of the country. It's like there's yeah. so much going against you to run a restaurant. In our yeah, area. it is. And, you know, and you got to try to make, you know, everything. You got to try you got to try to make everyone happy in-house. Yeah. That's the main thing. Because when they're happy, the food comes out great. Because, yep. you know, my guy's in the kitchen, you know, especially Omar, he's, he's unbelievable. He's just, you know, everything he makes is just spot on it's all it's all made from scratch nothing's like you know brought in frozen like we everything we make is here with the best quality ingredients we do keep it simple so you're not going to get no overpowered powering like oregano sauce or anything like that like, ours <laughs> is just good what olive kind of oil good basil and good garlic you do you know? say marzano tomatoes say marzano tomatoes we do the, the whole nine that's so, awesome so what did you yeah. learn so you said you grew up in the pizza business. So did you grow yeah, up in like I mean, the? I grew up making American style pizza, like the you know the uh, regular hometown pizza shop, Italian or, slash Boston style. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, in this pizza here, um, I mean, we always, I always ate it. I just never. You no, know, growing up, we didn't have any of these restaurants here. These yeah. type of pizza. No, style. not at all. This is something these that's all popped up within the last few years. Totally. Like you know? there's, there, I'd say even now. So we're recording this in. November of 2018. Even now, there's not too many Neapolitan-style pizza. No, I'd probably Boston. say maybe the, the ones that I know of, I'd say about four. four and five. now there's different styles. Like, there's a, a Neo-Neapolitan, yep. which is like a conversion of the, the uh, like, American-slash-Neapolitan exactly. style. Exactly. They mix don't, their flowers and so yeah, forth. Yeah. And, like, they don't... And, I mean, even our ovens, it's, it's just wood, yeah. period. Nothing so there's else. a couple of those, but not, like, true, like, just like you said, four ingredients yeah. in your flour, no. San Marzano tomatoes, and cheese. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we have customers that come here from Italy. I mean, that come here that just came back from Italy, and they show us pictures and videos, and, and they're like, Joe, it, it's unbelievable how your pizza matches up to the ones in Naples. That must make you feel good. It does, because you know what it does? It, it's, you know, A, it's a lot of work involved. Like, yeah. we make our dough every morning. We double-rise it. We, um, you know, so it, we cut it fresh every day, and, and, uh, and it makes us happy knowing that, you know, the work that we put into it, you know, never mind the the, the great ingredients that we put into it at least someone's appreciating it yeah. so you know and, and on friday and saturdays where it's uh, more busier days i'm on the floor like talking to all my customers and stuff and 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 they, and they like you know the question they ask like how do you make this dough so light and fluffy and yeah. so charred and you know it, even the oven it has to be at a certain temperature you have it at 600 it's too cold right sounds weird but you know 700 still still too cold you want it like around 8 850 you know 900 and you want it to cook and you know, in 90 seconds to be... It cooks in 90 seconds? 90 seconds. Now, I've talked to Anthony Mangieri and Anthony Falco on this podcast, but they're from New York. Those are the New York guys who are, like, different styles, right? Yeah. Anthony Anthony Falco is like, you know what? Wherever I go, I'm going to use ingredients from that area. Yeah. Anthony Mangieri is like, I use four ingredients, and, and that's, that's it. it. You know, then I want to make it as best as I possibly can that day. <clears throat> and it's hard because you want to kind of follow the rules of, 
that you think that are, th- that are there. <laughs> right. And I think you talk, we and I, you and I asked a question yeah. like, hey, what do you think about pineapple on pizza before we right. started this podcast? Right. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really care. Yeah. I don't really – who am I to judge what you put no, on your and, pizza? And I agree with you. I feel like – I mean, not just pizza. I, I pretty much think any food that you make or eat, you're going to make or eat it according to the way you like it. Right. So I don't think there's any right or wrong way. Yeah. You ask me to put pineapple on a pizza, uh, we don't have it. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm sorry we don't carry it. <laughs> That's a good way of saying we don't yes, do it, right? We don't do it. We just exactly. don't have it. <laughs> but, um, you know, going back to like how you were saying, like, you know, um, how, you know, people make their pizzas their way and only their way. And yeah. then there's other people that adjust to according to, you know, where they um, open in their restaurants and so forth. I agree with, I do my concept. What I feel is right is what I'm going to make. Right. And, and I'm not saying that their way is wrong. It's just that that's yeah. the way I make my pizza. Yeah. Every, and there's and, so many different styles now, Detroit style, yeah. uh, the New York style, Neapolitan style, yeah. the Greek style is a popular around here, which is totally yeah. different. And, you know, I have customers tell me, oh, can you load the oven, make it crispy? I'm like, but that's not making it authentic anymore. Right. You know, this is an authentic Neapolitan pizza shop. A lot of people think I'm, I'm full of it because they think your Italian, Italian pizza should be crispy. It's not. No. Not true at all. Well, yeah, it's not. That's like not, different areas, different but that's regions. Not even, no, but you're right, though. That's not an Italian pizza. No. It's, this is, uh, Neapolitan true. is technically Italian pizza. Exactly. That's our version of what Italian pizza we made in the we United States. We made it here. Right. Exactly. It's like kind of like you, you go to Italy, you're not really going to find chicken parm and pasta. <laughs> right. You know, it's just like even in my house, my parents are both from Italy. We grew up eating chicken cutlets. We never had chicken parm. Right. You know, but, uh, and everyone, and I'm not saying it's wrong. Right. It's just the way my parents were brought up in Italy. It's like the way they eat. Yeah. And as owners of restaurants, we have to almost educate the consumer, too, because they they have been trained over the years to, you know, pizza's ten dollars. Yeah. It gets delivered to my house in 30 minutes or less. Oh, it's free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just not like that anymore. We want to. But I think the younger demographic, I don't know how old your kids are, but I have teenagers and they're really into like, okay, who's making my food? What's in the ingredients? Right. Let me see. the Everyone's food educated now. My kids, they're eight years old. They're twins. And um, and they actually record the Food Network Kids Champ Big Championship oh, over yeah. there, and they love it, you know. And, and my daughter, she she's a big cheese gal girl. She loves cheese. <laughs> she gets her pizza here, same as Sano, no cheese. <laughs> really? Yep. She loves the flavor, but she'll shake you know Parmigiano Romano on it. Right. But um, you know, just to show like this, how different this pizza is that you don't even need the cheese to eat it because you enjoy the dough. It's so light, so fluffy. It doesn't sit on you. So. I mean, it, 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 the food business, especially, you know, my pizza, I feel like everyone, it requires a taste. Yeah. Not, you know, you might not like it. You might love it. Yeah. I mean, we've been lucky. Everyone comes in here absolutely loves it. I think that if you come in here, plus I'm sure people look you up online, whether that be yeah. on Instagram and, or and Facebook. Yeah, and they're already to understand what the right. concept is. So you kind of get it before you walk in the door here? Yep. Um, but, you know what? You're in right. In the beginning, it was tough, though. Was it? In the it? beginning, we were swamped, busy. You know, not that we were slow. But in the beginning, people didn't understand this, though, yet. Yeah. They didn't understand this pizza because, like we were saying earlier, not too many places around like this. Right. You know, not everyone went to Italy. Not everyone been in Italy, the whole, you know, for vacation. Right. So um, that's when we put that on the board. Did that help? That helped a lot. Yeah. And, and I actually, you know, I even told people because there's people that wanted, it was funny because there was other, there was customers that wanted to get educated on it. Yeah. Because they loved it. But they just kept on asking, is it possible you can make it crispier? And I'm like, you know, honestly, I can leave it in there. I'll turn it as black as your shirt. It's not going to be crispy. <laughs> right. But I'll give you videos where you can watch them and hear from themselves and the way it's made. And, 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 they, and they were so inter- you know, interested in learning the concept and how this type of pizza is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the, I, I, I actually like, enjoy the Neapolitan style because it's, for me, 
I like all style of pizza. Even like even really bad pizza is still kind of okay. That's, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, yeah, I can. How many pizzas? How many times you wake up and only eat cold pizza from yesterday? Oh, every day, almost. Right? Yeah, especially doing this the last few years. Yeah. It's like I'm always constantly eating pizza. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, after having this pizza, it's hard to have. Not hard to have. Me personally, my taste it, it tastes so much better than. Those. No, I was just gonna say that. Like I'll eat any kind of pizza, but as I eat more pizza, especially the last three years doing yeah. the show. You you really get to know like what really is a good pizza, pizza. you know, and who yeah. uses really good ingredients and yeah. like the cleanliness of it. Yeah, and it's not just like get it delivered for something for dinner. Like you right. can, it's an art, especially this style where it's so simple of ingredients yeah. that you really have to do it really well. Otherwise, you're gonna mess it all up. Of course. And uh, I appreciate that more now than I did before. Right. And even my kids, like they're very. Uh, my oldest daughter is very much a pizza judge. Like good. she's very like, Dad, this isn't that. Good. <coughs> Or this pizza's really, really yeah. good. Like, she can totally tell the difference. We have flavors. those customers that bring their kids here. Yeah. To, That's to, awesome. To rate the pizza. Because they go to all different pizza places all over the world. Really? Yeah. Like, when they're on vacation, they do it. Uh, you know, when they live here. And yeah, they yeah. do it. And, um, and they come in and they tell you, you know, my kids are here. They're going to order pizza. And they're going to rate them. Yeah, I do the same thing. We go, we yeah. travel all over the U.S. Not all over the world. Not but, yet. But, you know, when you go on vacation, totally. you do. You bring it to pizza place. Oh, of course. You, you know, you let them rate. We had one not too long ago. I always try to when we go on vacation to hit no matter where we are hit one like look up online or use my friends that yeah. know like hey we're going to this area where should we go for pizza right, right. just because it's always good to check out what other people of are doing course. what's your most popular item here um appetizer wise i'd say our arancinis which is the rice ball you yep. know stuff for the hamburger mozzarella and peas and we make them in spinach pizza wise i'd say the margarita yep and um our pasta dishes that they they all do well what do you think that people come in here and they like get, they just choose the margarita because they're not sure what to get? No, I think they choose the margarita because the most, uh, you know, like then again, a lot of people like we were talking about that are so food educated now like the simplicity of tasting the flavors of, of your tomato, cheese, and basil. Right. Our other pizzas might have like a, we have a spicy salami that you know, you know now you're, you're changing the taste of a uh, pizza. You know, obviously you want or we have like fresh figs or fig prosciutto. But I think a lot of people getting the the margarita are um, maybe the first time trying, yeah, yeah. or they just like like I said the simple flavor of. Uh, I always I always love the margarita or cheese. Like yeah, people me always too. ask me. I love the margarita, and I always feel like you know what? Because if you can do that well, it's so simple. Yeah, any other piece Anything you do is probably gonna be, be pretty yeah, good. Because you're course. gonna I'm gonna trust your flavor of palette course. of all yeah. right, putting these toppings <laughs> together. I mean, we do have some other pizzas that are um, you know very popular, like you know our Napoli pizza is very popular. Which What's is, on that uh, one? That's a um, it's a salmon salad tomato, fiore de latte, which is a fresh mozzarella. Yep. Um, then we do the uh, we add romano cheese to it, and then we have a uh, spicy flat calabrese salami that we uh, put on there. I think I've had that one when I came here last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So think, it's pretty popular. You have like a white pizza too, right? Yeah, we have a lot of white pizzas. We yeah. do the wooden fire pizza, which is uh, fresh um, shaved parmesan, arugula, mozzarella, and prosciutto. Nice. So and yeah. uh, so you've been how long you've been open again for? We've been here. Uh, we're on our third year. So how are you getting the word out? Like, what are you doing marketing-wise to get the word um, out? A lot of social media. Joe Kyle does great with social media. A lot of Instagram, Facebook. I think that's how I met him, yeah. yeah. So a lot of that. I mean, if you're on top of that, that's pretty much your best way. Because you've mean, been on, like, you, the local. Shots. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a lot of people across yeah, the street. Yeah, in and out, walking out. Like, yeah. oh, well, how long have you been here for? Yeah. And they come in, you know. You, I know you've been on, like, uh, so local programming here, like the Phantom Gourmet, or there was another one you said uh, uh, similar to that. Yeah, we were with, uh, with uh, Jenny and Billy Costa. Yeah, yeah. Yep. How did you How did you get on those shows? They just called us. Really? Phantom Gourmet came up, came on to us and surprised us, which was really great. And uh, and we got um, Best Arancinis, yep. so that was pretty cool. 
Um, then Jenny reached out to us, and uh, we went on that show. Now, do you think it's because you have a, a unique style here? Like, it is not I too think, many people? I think, you have a, with our unique style and um, I think our quality ingredients. Uh, yeah. You, know, like you can come in here. Any unique. There's a lot of unique restaurants that I see fold that look beautiful. Well, because you go on there and, like, they try to be unique, but their execution is exactly. bad. Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, the place you come in is beautiful. Yeah. Then you try the food and, like, eh. I was <laughs> – it's you funny know? you say that. I was literally just at a place. We were at a place last week or two weeks ago. And phenomenal job decor yep. wise. Yeah. Like the branding was on point. The colors were great. The menu was fine. And then you get the pizza and it was like oh. 100% average. Right. And, I was and like, the thing that is, stinks. I mean, if you think of it, you're hiring a, a, a contractor. So they're coming in and in theory design and making your place look great. Yeah. But if your food's coming out and it doesn't look as great as your, you know, as your establishment does. Yeah. I always tell because we're a marketing company. So yeah. we do marketing for restaurants. And right. before we take on a new client, we'll look them up. Right. Because all we do is get you exposure. Right. If your service is bad or it, your reviews yeah. are bad or, yeah. your, or your product isn't great, all we're going to do is get more exposure to that. Right. So I mean, and I even tell the guys in the kitchen, I want to tell the guys too, if, if it's something that did not come out right, it's okay. Throw it away. Yeah. You know? You're better off. I'd rather you make something new than... Than put out a bad product. Yeah. That whatever the food cost is yep. in that four or five dollars, and, and, and we'll we'll send someone to the wait uh, to the table and let them know. Say it's gonna be a few more minutes. You know, it burned or it right, didn't right. come out right to you know to the way we want it to be to, to our liking. So we will do making you a new one. Yeah. They understand. It's they're so, having a glass of wine. Yeah, it's a Friday night. They're not in a rush. You know what I mean? It's so important. To yeah, do that. it's so. I mean, a lot of people you, they have to wait. I mean, uh, you know, and, and, and they understand. I mean, you, we're, we're so busy on weekends. And, and they take that into consideration. There's some people be like, oh, I thought it only takes 90 seconds to make a pizza. Yeah, but we have 100 tickets up there, you right, know? Right, it's right. like, we're trying our best. Once we start yours, it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but a lot of, everyone's here is really awesome. Merrill, the, the community, they're really good people. So. Yeah, you, got, you look like you got a great establishment going on. What's, yeah. uh, like, what's the biggest surprise that you've had here since you've been here? Um, biggest surprise? Uh, for me? The biggest surprise, honestly, was adding the pasta dishes. Really? You yeah. didn't think you were going to do that? I was just going to keep pizza and appetizers and, and uh, you know, beer and wine. It was a great concept. But uh, what happened was we ran a special one night just to do it. Yeah. And we got a great feedback. And, and, and people calling, oh, you're serving pasta now? You're serving pasta now? And we weren't at the time. It was just a table tent special. Uh, and then... You know, me and Omar talked, and and we're still keeping it simple, but we only like we do four or five pasta dishes, yep. and we'll change them up every four or five months or something. That's smart though, because so that's you know, what we're doing. When you open a new restaurant nowadays, yep. if your menu is huge, you're, sec- you're, you're already second guessing the place. It's yeah, it's it's and not only that, but it's so hard to train someone, right? Yeah, it's not only train. I mean, you walk into a restaurant, and if you see a hundred different entrees. A, you don't know what to choose from. <laughs> right. And B, like, how are they keeping everything so fresh? Or how are they specializing in something that, yeah, what exactly. are they really good What's at? What's their concept? Right. What are they good at? Right. Exactly. So, and, and if it, you look at my pasta dishes, yeah. a lot of them tie into my pizza dishes. Like, we have Orochetti sausage and rabi. We make a pizza with sausage and rabi. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. it's like a lot of things we do. We have a, um, uh, a bugatini pasta with uh, samazano tomato. And we use some of tomato for our pizzas. Yeah, yeah. You know? so it's, and it's simple. Olive oil, garlic, basil, salt, and, and this is your pasta dish. And you know? did what everybody should do. You tested it out. Yes. And if it, yep. if nobody ordered it, you wouldn't have them on the menu. Exactly. And, you know, when we do change, up, uh, change the menu, if top three are selling great and everyone enjoys them, we might only just add one dish. Right, right, right. You know? So. And uh, that's awesome. I, I love what you're doing here. I think it's a great concept. And I wish the, 
if you could give someone a piece of advice who's listening to this, and maybe they're looking to get started in the restaurant space or they want to open a pizzeria, what, what kind of what's the one piece of advice? Or maybe there's not one. Maybe there's a couple pieces of advice you'd give. My, them. the best advice I can give you is a be simple. Simplicity, quality is gonna sell you. You know, you walk into a restaurant if it looks, if it looks great, and the food's simple and it tastes great. Using great products, you'll be fine. Yeah, simpler is easier because too. Because you, I mean, the marketing is great on it. Marketing is number one, obviously, but you know, you get people come in the door, you got to keep them there. Yeah. You know, the market is going to get them to come in. Now it's up to you to keep them, get them to come back. Yep. And if you don't have good quality products, they're going to blast you. Yeah, totally. I, I, a hundred percent agree with you. I think anybody who's looking to open a restaurant today, moving forward, should really, really specialize in something yes. and keep a small a menu in the yep. beginning. And grow it if you have to. Yeah, exactly. But I think you, you you hit the nail on the head where you need a concept. So you can't just, you know, uh, I, I, if I make pizza and pasta this year, I can't stop making uh, wontons. You know, I'm not a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. So try, try to keep it in the same neighborhood, the same family, simple and, you know. So if there's a pizzeria out there selling wontons, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know of one that does that. You know. But it's their concept. Yeah. Their concept is like Chinese pizza. Oh, so there you go. So it's like that's part of the, what they do. That's their concept. It's not exactly. like hmm, they didn't think one day, hmm, we, should, we should add wontons. Exactly. That's the secret <laughs> to success. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, Joe, I appreciate you taking the time oh, to join me today. Thank you. If you're listening to this podcast, definitely go check out our Facebook page and our YouTube channel because we have a video of this. I'm going to show you a little behind the scenes of what Joe's doing cooking over here at Wooden Fire Melrose. So go check that out. Joe, where can they go find you online or on social media? Um, we're on Facebook. Yep. Uh, Instagram. Wooden Fire on Facebook and Instagram? Yes. Um, Wooden Fire Melrose. Wooden actually. Fire yeah. Melrose. That's our website, too. Wooden right, Fire good. Melrose. Yep. That's like me. I got the guy on the side telling you me know, what to do, too. Because, you know, it's funny uh, that he said it because in New York, there's a place called Wooden Fire. And Is it really? And there's a lot of people that call here, place orders. For that New York? They'll come and pick up the order. Uh, no, no, they, they'll call New York, and they'll come here and pick up an order. I'll be like, you sure you called here? Really? Then they'll show me the number. It's a New York number. That's, that's unbelievable. You know, in, the beginning, have... in the beginning, it happened a lot. Now yeah. people, uh, you know, they caught on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in the beginning, it happened quite a few times. That's awesome. We'll link all that up in the show notes for this episode. So if you're, looking, if you're listening to this and you're driving or you're at the gym or in the restaurant, we'll go over to smartpizzamarketing.com. We'll link up. Uh, Wooden Fire Melrose website, Instagram, and Facebook. Go say hello. Go check them out. They're doing something. Awesome. And if you're in the Boston area, definitely stop by and say hello to Joe. And? Oma and John Carlo. All right. Say hello to those guys, too. Joe, thank you so much, Thank man. you. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks so much to Joe for letting us come in there and kind of hijack his morning and take over his kitchen and take over his dining room and do the podcast, set up our equipment, use the video, set up our cameras and our microphones and all that stuff in his kitchen. If you want to see that, go over to smartpizzamarketing.com and type in our YouTube channel. Or if you go to YouTube, you can just type in Wooden Fire or Smart Pizza Marketing on YouTube and you'll find this video and take a look at what it looks like inside Wooden Fire. I think you're going to enjoy that video episode. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And here's my final thoughts because I get asked a lot about this. What's going to happen in the future? Employees is so high. Uh, and I think Joe does a good a good job of this, which reminded me to talk about this after the episode was over is that simple is key we all want to sell as many things as we can and grow our businesses as much as we possibly can but moving forward with the increase in costs and listen costs are going to increase employment's going to increase uh, minimum wage is going to increase taxes food costs all that stuff is not going to go down it's just going to continue to increase so less is more. Anything that you can automate that doesn't take away from the quality or integrity of your product, look into it. 
It may be an investment upfront, but in the long run, it's gonna help your business out. And also, less is more. I can't emphasize that enough. Sometimes we get inquiries from people who want us to help them with their marketing. And we listen, we love helping restaurants and pizzerias grow. We really wanna help every single one of them. But sometimes it's just not possible because they're just not ready for us to help them. You have to make sure that your your service is excellent. Excellent, not okay. Your service has to be excellent. And I know that there's some people out there who like to complain on Yelp, but that's just part of doing business and we have to just deal with it. That's a very, very small percentage and a small minority of the folks who are uh, you know, coming into your establishment. So don't focus on them. Focus on the other 99% of people who come in and they love you and they live in your area and they want to be repeat customers. So service is key. Make sure your quality, your product is high quality. And then make sure your menu is not too big. You don't want to have thousands of items on your menu where it takes way more people than you really want it to. If you need to have 100 people on a night because your menu has 400 items on it, you may want to look into a menu redesign and taking away those 80% of the menu items that aren't selling and keep the 20. It's the 80-20 principle. I bet you if you looked at your menu and you really do a deep dive into what sells and what doesn't, the 80-20 principle probably applies to your menu or very, very close. Ditch the 80%, keep the 20%, and do that 20% so damn good that you'll be the known person for whatever it is that 20% is. That's my two cents, and that's my takeaway from this episode of the show. If you need our help, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com. We took all the show notes for you. We can help you with our digital agency. We work with one pizzeria per zip code, smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. And if you want to be involved with a group of individuals looking to grow their group, you want private coaching from us, we can help you with our private Facebook group, all of that stuff. Uh, you can head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. That is our private coaching group. It's very, very cheap. I try to keep it very, very cheap to keep it affordable for folks who are more hands-on type. And we can help you answer your questions, give you business ideas, help you with your menu, help you with your marketing, help you with hiring and firing and all that good stuff. We can give you a little support and a little advice over there for that. All right, finally, thank you guys so much. I really just want to say thanks. I always like ending the show with a positive thought and saying thank you for tuning in because I know you have so many other things that you could be focusing on or spending your time on or spending your attention to. So if you want to shoot me an email, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. That's my email address. You can shoot me a direct message on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. Please do reach out. Let me know if you have a question or a comment or a suggestion for a future episode. We do this show for you, so I really want to make sure that it's something that you enjoy listening to on a weekly basis, and I always love hearing the feedback. All right, guys, thank you so much for your attention. Have a kick-ass week, and we'll see you next time.